What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Bizarre Junkies podcast. I'm your host, Austin Alvarez. Uh, we got a fun one again here today. I am joined by, uh, I don't know if I should just call you a regular on the show at this point. You're not as regular as like George or Travis or, you know, Lana, but uh, you've been here pretty often. Uh, we have Franny back on the show. If you couldn't tell by the up, giant everybody? fucking forehead in the in the shot in front of me, yeah. uh, you brought some new it's stuff. Witty. I did. Yeah, you did. you did bring some new stuff. But also we have Mr. Jay Oliver. And Jay, how are you doing? Good man, how's it going? I appreciate you coming on. This was a this was a I don't want to say impromptu, but it was a little uh, quick. Like I have some people scheduled out to like May coming on, and then we were like, let's get him on. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, let's cool. get him on. It's so fun to be here. So go ahead and uh, <clears throat> uh, introduce yourself and what you do to everybody watching at home. So people know me by Johnny Oliver, a lot of different names. Um, I run a, a design firm. We design uh, film posters. I work for a lot of studios, but primarily um, Epic Pictures is is the probably the one that I do the most design for. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. So you mostly do like horror films and stuff like that for the posters. Yeah, I mean, I do just about okay everything. But right, yeah, but yeah. is that like your forte? Is like is like horror movies and stuff like oh, that? I love horror films. Yeah. Okay, so so obviously like. I, I'm, I'm finding that a lot more with people that are in the horror genre, whether it be podcasts or films or like one of our last guests, uh, like a store owner, they're just genuine horror fans to begin with. Yeah. So like at what age did that start for you? Like your love for horror? Well, uh, probably about eight, nine years old. My mom, um, like I was, I'm the youngest of four. And so a lot of times kids be out of the house it'd just be my dad worked out of town so uh, it'd be me and my mom on a friday so we'd go get pizza and then hit the video store right nice. uh, yeah yeah <laughs> nice and it started off like you know there were she didn't just like dump me right into horror here you go right right there was, she, there was yeah there was like an easing yeah exactly she didn't just force it in. no she, she didn't like, ah, all right we're ready yeah but it uh, it just um it created this uh, this love for all different kinds. I mean, most people will be like, dude, you're like an encyclopedia when it comes to, to horror films. I've never even heard of some of these films. Yeah, you know? I, with one of my last guests, she was like talking about these films. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that you're excited about this, but I've never seen those films. Yeah. Uh, so... What, like so, how did you get your start into going into movie posters? Did you start off as just like a, a regular graphic designer? No, I started off as a as a filmmaker. Oh, okay. Um, I uh, it was one of those things that I saw how it was done. I worked on a couple different sets, worked for a couple of celebrities. Won't get into that, but I um I saw how it was done, and I was like. I could do this. <laughs> yeah, little did I know. Right. So me and a me and a bunch of buddies, we set out and like I think the total budget was nine grand and a couple of DSLR cameras. Nice. Over That's a summer. More shot, than what I have. Yeah, we shot a movie and none of us knew what we were doing. I mean, we had uh microphones taped to broomsticks as boom poles <laughs> get it done gorilla filmmaking 100 percent. but you know everyone was like oh you should do a short you should do all these things i was like look we're gonna be out in the desert you guys want to shoot 30 minutes let's just shoot an additional 45 minutes let's just shoot a feature okay i mean 
So did like did you already have like a script in mind and all that? When I you did. Were out there? Um, yeah, me me and some buddies we we hashed out we hashed out a script and it was terrible. It was very. Um, let's say uh, we wanted to do kind of like a an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that's little, awesome. It's good. Little movie. though did we know, you know, that it was going to be a huge, huge undertaking. Yeah, because <laughs> you yeah. were you out there for like a day to film, or how long? How long were you? No, out there? so we all worked full time jobs, right? I was running a design firm that focused on like uh, branding. Okay, so not like necessarily like an agency posters, but like a marketing yeah, kind marketing of marketing agency. Okay. We did a lot of web. We did a lot of uh, mailers, you know, logos, things like that. Okay. But, um, so we all worked full time. So we'd do this on the weekends. And it was, uh, yeah, over a period of two and a half months during the summer. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, Franny, you and I talk about this on the regular about filming stuff. I mean, uh-huh. George and I have filmed because we, we do these things for our other show called The Sticky Podcast, which is like an improv comedy podcast. Uh, we call them cold open. So they're just basically like skits you'd see at the beginning of SNL. Sure. But we film them here. And uh, I've. I, I I would consider it filmmaking because it's you know it's a five minute film, but I've done everything from write the script to create the shot list to direct it, film it, even act in it, and then edit it and put it together. And so um, with this channel specifically, I know Franny every other week is like, bro, we got to film like a Wendigo video, dude. Come on, hell yeah, we do. I got, I'll make the Wendigo. Let's do it. We're gonna put on your brother and <laughs> just have him run around yeah, and let him know what he's doing. That, yeah. But that's that's what's fun about it, yeah. right? And then once you really get into the mix of, of the real world of it, it's everything that was special about that summer, two and a half months, weekends only, mm. went away. It's now just a, another Tuesday. Exactly. That's kind of how it is here working at, at the studio. Like, I mean, when I started here, I was working on one show seven days a week, eight to 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. sitting where George is sitting now. And, you know, and it, I, I consider that like as like a paying my dues kind of thing. Sure. I came in here. I took the show, the 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 show that like was paying the bills, but like nobody really wanted to sit there for like I would sit there for four hours straight, yeah, and then take a four hour break and then do another one in the afternoon. Um, and so slowly I, I eventually got to do more fun stuff like shooting behind the scenes stuff here, and then eventually shooting short films, and then eventually producing, and then. I still love it. Like, this is all the best job that I've had, but I definitely know what you're talking about. Like, the luster kind of fell off. Yeah. Where it's like, a, yeah, I mean, this is all still fun, but there are days where I'm like, oh. But it's a level change, right? Yeah. Like, because now it's your, it's like your livelihood. Yeah, it's my career now. And, it's, like, everything depends on that. So there's all yeah, this added right. stress. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer this this thing, like, a kid with a big dream. You know what I mean? Right. And that's kind of what this show is. Is is because this show isn't necessarily paying the bills right now. Yeah, the studio work that I do here, all the shows that I produce that aren't this one, are, are what pay the bills. Yeah, this is me investing into my future and into the future of the network and being able to be like, okay, this one day will pay my bills. But that's why I get to have a little more fun and get to draw out things a little bit more here. Yeah, because like for example, like this show, this show might not have happened. Six years ago, we get a, or six years from now, we get acquired, and they're like, "No, we need you to bring on uh, Justin Timberlake. He's got a bizarre story. He has an album coming out." Like, oh, all right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want. I mean, sure, I'll have Justin Timberlake on for the views, but like realistically, it's like what, what content gain is there? There's nothing. Sure. Yeah. It's not interesting. It's not the audience may 
fall off because of that. It's, it's, it, it you know, I, I enjoy the fact that I get to do this for fun at the moment. And I'm kind of trying to like live in the moment of that and sure. not let it fly by too fast. But so I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, but. no, no. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what, you know, we just all did it. Uh, I think my buddy, uh, who was the DP was 16 at the time. There oh, you wow. go. But the kid had an eye, man, like I had never yeah. seen before. Like, yeah. he was, you know, this was during the MySpace era, right? So he was like Good uploading uploading these little videos, uh, little Vimeo videos were. Wow. But I mean, he was like pulling focus and like running it. <laughs> he was like running a hacked cannon with like 35 millimeter lens attachments. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the, awesome. the, the actual image was flipped upside down because the wow. hack that he was running. Ah, okay. but so did depth, he have to change it in post or? Yeah, he would. He'd flip it in post, but like the depth and like the the just the lens itself, right? What it was capturing mm-hmm. compared to at the time. This was actually when I met him and we were doing that. That was before, uh, before like uh, DSLRs had come out. Right, it was right before Canon dropped the Canon 7D, which is what we shot that film on. Okay, so he and I were playing around with a lot of that. It was mainly me just watching. This guy's like running around, sixteen years old, like shooting all this cool stuff. I was in my twenties at the time, and so he and I got together, hatched a plan that we were gonna we were gonna go and shoot this film, and we did it. And of course, we didn't know anything. We had lost audio files, lost video files, so we'd have the to go back out. Normal trials and tribulations. Yeah. Exactly, yep. go back out, yep. pick them, pick up. Uh, Pick up, pick up shots and and all sorts of stuff. I, I dropped the memory card in the desert, dude. Even even one, I got, I got, I can. <laughs> I didn't do that actually, but like that's something that would. I've I've had moments like that where I'm like, hey, that footage got corrupted. I have no clue. We just lost, yeah. you know, four hours oh, of footage. We can't go man. back and do. But uh, yeah. what were you gonna say though? We filmed an entire short in the desert with a campfire, um, character makeups. Three character makeups, right? Set dressing too. It was like a, it was like a, a, a sci-fi kind of uh, storyteller. So it was, it was this dude telling, uh, telling the story to my brothers when they were younger, right? So they're younger, and we had them all dirty and 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 like it was freezing cold out, and we had them in basically like, like like caveman clothing, right? Like like just furs and stuff, and um, my headphones that I brought with me to do to run audio. Um, weren't working and there was power lines like behind us so I couldn't hear anything to adjust the audio mix at all so the entire shoot we were out there for five hours shooting lost everything there was no point it was basically just just video and then we had to throw audio over the fact it sucked we had a scare like that uh for people who are not tuned into me and I don't blame you why would you be but uh I was producing uh, a podcast for the dad of the Jonas Brothers for a few months, and Franny came with me because uh, Nick, the brothers were in town, <laughs> so we went to we went to MGM to do an interview with the dad and then Nick, and so he was, you know, George was gone, Travis was gone, Chase was busy, so I was like, I need another hand, like I need because I rolled in with the FX6 because I I didn't have this rig, I wasn't yeah. just going to transport this, so I rolled in with the FX6 and my A7 III, and. Uh, he was running audio, so I had a, a Zoom recorder that was separate. I was going to sync it in post. And uh, we, we're like halfway in, and he looks down at me. He's like, uh, what's going on? And I look, and I'm like, oh, we never cleared the memory card. 
thankfully we only missed like 45 seconds of, of audio but i was like i caught that quick yeah I was he caught it quick i, caught I was so quick. thankful yeah. i was like this is why yeah. i brought Randy. but i was like oh my god if we lost audio of, like this is it we're, we're done yeah. we're like he's gonna he's gonna be like i'm never coming back here again i hate all of you <laughs> Yeah, on the, on the on that shoot, we had a we had a couple of driving scenes. So we had got this bright idea that we were gonna build our own like car rig, right? Oh, we got a man. car trailer, the whole bit. Of course, you know, we we go and get the most squeakiest old ratty car trailer <laughs> you could find, right? So literally, all the audio was just like sounded like squeaking shocks, you know, or like an old spring bed rocking. <clears throat> Over all the audio. And you didn't have that in the plot. You weren't like, and the creature makes a squeaking sound. Yeah. All no. right. And so we ended up, uh, one of the one of the, the actors that was riding in the vehicle, his audio was all unusable. And then he had moved oh, away, like, I don't know, 10, 11 hours from where we originally shot. So we had a drive. We drove one morning all the way over to him. And literally, he sat there and like with headphones on in a vehicle and like reread all his lines. Wow. And because these were all amateur actors, right? Yeah. That had never acted in anything. And a lot of them were just buddies. Yeah. All of the most of the lines from the script just been ad-libbed or changed <laughs> or so every take is like a different line, right? So yeah. he's just like he's having to listen to what we cut together and like try and match the tone and like yeah, he just couldn't That's do rough. the See, we just couldn't do the lines. I man. write lines for, for George and them, but like I feel like we ad lib a lot too though. And we also you write in the moment. I mean it just depends on like what you're going for intention wise. And that's why like we just stay saying that we're doing comedy because it's yeah. like the line's so blurred mm -hmm. yeah it, it can just be bad and you're like no nah, it's the comedy you just yeah. don't understand comedy we live in the gray area like we are not <laughs> trying to sway anybody any direction <laughs> yeah there's been times where we're like we're like in the moment of a scene between like four of us and we're like all right what do you say again what do you say what do i say uh all right just go with it and then they'll say something we're like hey don't say that all right like <laughs> yeah. hey don't say that I'm Actually, gonna... <laughs> we're gonna cut that from the script that wasn't written <laughs> yeah. well there was one time where we filmed something uh with trey one of our former interns who's now an editor for us and i felt so bad but like he kept ad-libbing this one part and i was like I, trey no i'm gonna cut this and like he assistant edited on it for me and he made sure to add that take in there <laughs> and i removed it and he's like bro I, I where's the take and i was like trey i told you wasn't yeah, gonna be yeah. in there, but like he was insisted on adding that take in there yeah. in the in the in in my timeline, and I was like, no, I'm I'm sorry, pal, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you okay? So you started with making home videos, and then so you saw you're like, eh, I could do this. You're like, I know yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah. So, and then we decided we cut a little trailer, and uh, somehow some production company had a can. It was a Twitch film back in the day, um, was the website. Okay. And they did, like, horror film reviews. And we had a little trailer uploaded to Vimeo, and uh, somehow this website that had, like, a massive following came across that trailer. I don't know if someone sent it to them or what. We didn't. They did an article on it. And then for, like, the next three weeks, we had every large major studio contacting us, wanting a screener of our film. That's awesome. That's wild. But here's the thing, right? We didn't even, we didn't even have a film. <laughs> you were like, we, we didn't have a film cut or anything. We it was even just started ingesting the footage. What do you mean a film? <laughs> yeah, we just cut a little teaser trailer to stick it out there to kind of get our buddies like excited. You know, people that were following us. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, yeah, then I started getting like I had Warner Brothers, I had like you name it, all of these larger studios contacting saying, "Hey, do you have a screener available?" And then then that's when the stress and like and then you're like you're realizing that hey, you have an opportunity that maybe you you caught lightning in a bottle moment, right? Right. And then it's like, "Oh no, but our movie isn't really of that quality. We just Thankfully, my uh, DP at the time was also, he's a phenomenal editor, and he was the one that cut the trailer together, so it literally looked like a big-budget film. And so, fast forward, like, it took us uh, roughly four years to finally finish, four years from the time that they had contacted us. Oh, man. So by the time that we got done with it, a lot of of them had already fallen off, moved on, right? Yeah, a lot of the hype was gone. Sure. And then... uh, Somehow, it uh, got in the hands of Lionsgate, and they bought it. That's no awesome. big deal. Yeah, just Lionsgate. Yeah, so you know the, that's the funny thing about it, though, right? Is like when you tell people, "Hey, so yeah, we did it for you know eight, nine, I don't know, maybe it was even thirteen when it was all said and done, thousand. But the, one of the largest studios in the United States put it out, right? Right. So. But then, you know, because of what it was and because of who the studio was that put it out, I started personally receiving all this hate from people saying, you know, this is terrible. Why would you make a movie like this? And like, you know, because I guess they assume because Lionsgate put it out that it was a that it was a, a big budget movie. Uh, right. But really, you just filmed it on a hacked can. Yeah, exactly. Man. Actually, no, we shot half of it on a on a on a hacked camera and then the other half was on. We got a little more money. So I was going to say, did they give you a, a budget? Seven, a Canon 7D, yeah. There's <laughs> like, yeah. hey, we love it. Uh, please get a, a usable camera. <laughs> Go. Please get that. But between all the headaches, man, and like all of that, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I want to take. A, I wanted to take a break from it all. Right. So I just kind of went back into to work mode. And uh, one of my buddies at the time had seen that uh, Epic Pictures was was holding a, um, a competition for, uh, it was like a movie poster competition. And he was like, you know, you should do, you should do this. You, you can design, you know, you draw, you went to school for art, all this other stuff. And I was like, eh, he's like, if you do it, like, I'll buy you. He's like, I'll tell you what, if, if you win, I'll buy you drinks for a year. Oh. <laughs> or no, no, no. If you lose, I'll, yeah, I'll buy you drinks for a year. It was one of the two. And if you win, then you buy me drinks for a year. Because of the, 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 if you, if you won the competition, they'd fly you out to go to the premiere, put you up in a hotel, get to go to dinner with all the actors, and then get to go to the red carpet premiere. So it was like, yeah, it was like a hey, thanks for doing free labor for us. Yeah, pretty we'll much. Give you right? tickets. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was I don't know. It was it was kind of cool too because it had uh, the film was called Last Rampage. Okay, sounds good. And familiar. it had uh, Robert Patrick. Okay. Bruce Dern, Heather Graham. Oh, I know I'm forgetting a lot of people that were in it. A lot of really great actors. The late, um, the dad from Home Alone. Um, oh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about yeah. though. And I think that was one of the last movies he had filmed right before he passed away. Oh. Um, John Hurd, that's his name. 
Yes, 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 yes. And uh, it had the the uh, the kid from Free Willy grown up. <laughs> uh, Jason. I don't I remember their Jason's name. Jason's last name. He's a really whale? nice guy. Really great guy. Um, so I ended up designing one poster, and then one poster turned into two posters and three posters. Because you kind of just get into a rhythm sometimes yeah. when you're doing stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And I was just like putting them out on Twitter. And I started oh, getting like, I was like paid, right? And you're like, no, no. Nah, it was just, it was kind of one of those things where you just kind of like, you get into a flow, and then you're not even really consciously aware how much time you're spending on something. Right. And it right. was just kind of fun. And then every week they would like release new photos from it, so it was like you would get new material to work with. Ah. You know. So then I was taking those and I was tweaking them, and then I'd upload it. And it was also cool because then you'd get like Robert Patrick. Or you get like Heather Graham. Oh, some big hitters on this yeah. one. Chris Browning was another one phenomenal actor in that. And he would, they had all, the writer would even reshare. So all these people were resharing your work, right? Yeah. And then complimenting it. And then like other, other designers and artists are fighting and arguing about whose is better. And it's just kind of, it's, it was like this whole weird world going on. George, right? can we do that for, for Bizarre Junkies? We'll just have a, like a content and we'll just like start like stoking it. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, watch this. Watch this. They're going to fight. They will. <laughs> yeah, poke them and they'll, they'll go, man. Man, that's that's crazy. So so what are you doing now? Like where, where have you kind of landed from your, your journey of being an independent filmmaker to making posters to? So now I run my own. I run my own studio. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of different clients. I've, I've designed for Warner brothers. I've designed for Lionsgate, Blumhouse. Um, trying to think, uh, obviously Epic. Um, one of the, one of the, the best projects I ever got to work on. I have a buddy by the name of Bob Krasowski out of, um, Massachusetts who shot a movie called the man that killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. The first one sounds familiar. I feel like it's the same. It's one title. Oh, it's the same. Okay, I thought that was two different titles. No. Okay, so then no, maybe I've not seen this. Yeah. And okay. It's, <laughs> and it's literally Sam Elliott. Oh. Who, who like hunts? Well, literally, what the title says. Right. right? <laughs> he kills Hitler and then kills Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I had just literally started working with with Epic and. Uh, and I, I landed that one. And I was really excited because Sam Elliott, right? Yeah. Right. Grew up watching that guy. Yeah. And uh, what's also really cool is they did the premiere to the film in the town that I was born. I'm from El Paso, Texas. Uh-huh. And so they they premiered at the Plaza Theater that my parents used to go to when they were wow. kids and watch yeah. movies, right? So it came like a full circle. Yeah, yeah. I've been there, yeah. And then come to find out, Sam Elliott's entire family's from El Paso, Texas. He's the <laughs> only crazy. one that was born in California. And he was like, daggone it, you know, I play a cowboy all the time. And I'm the only one born in California. <laughs> My whole family's from Texas. I'm a phony. What am I? <laughs> yeah. But he's such a... I got to meet him and hang out with him. And uh, we did the poster, and, the, and Bob was really adamant about doing it in the Drew Struzan style. I don't know how familiar you are with, with you, movie posters. You know who that is. He's do? done all your favorite posters. He's yeah. done all indie. My, oh, okay. He's then done there Star, you go. Wars. So, Star Wars. Okay, so my favorite movie of all time is Temple of Doom. You oh, did that. right on. Oh, so you did. Okay, so he then I am, I'm completely yeah. aware of yeah. that style. Sure. Then. And uh, that was the style. It was, it was to be all hand done. 
Okay. And that was what Bob wanted. And, and that's what you, you did? talk about a tall order, man, because Drew Struzan is the man, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, just off of those titles yeah. alone, you're like, I'm and I mean, sorry, who? Keep in mind that I had just started doing literally movie posters, but eight, six to eight months oh, before man. this, <laughs> right? So this this is a tall order, and um, he's like. I, I was working on these um, images of, of Sam holding a rifle and the whole bit, and Bob would call me, and he's like, no, Sam says you're holding his rifle. He's holding the rifle wrong. You want him to take a picture of his hand and send it to you so you can see him <laughs> holding the rifle properly? And it was just kind of like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> is this really real, you know? Am I am I really – is this really happening? And so anyway, we, we went through a lot of variations of it. And then finally, we we agreed on one. And when he sent it to Sam, Sam replied to him and told him, you gave me my own Drew Struzan. And wow. that was like one of the biggest compliments yeah. ever. Yeah. It's like saying you gave me my own John Williams. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool. And then um, they invited me to the premiere. I got to go. And I got to meet Sam and hang out with him for just a little while, talk to him. And he was like, that's like one of my favorite posters. That's, that's what he told man. me. How do you top that, though? You can't, right? Like, right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's really strange. Like, you know, everyone always talks about his voice. And there's one way to describe him. People always ask, well, what is he like when you shake his hand and you're talking to him in person? And in my opinion... God said that man, he needed to give man the voice of thunder. He made Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah. Because when you sit next to him and he speaks, you can feel it in your chest. Wow. He's just, yeah. He's got a good voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah but like, damn, he's got he's got acoustics to him. He does, man. <laughs> he's got a you know how you're sitting at the stoplight and you got that bass from the guy next door and you kind of yeah. feel it in your yeah. seat? That's how it except, is when he's except he's right here, he's, where Franny's sitting, and I'm I'm you, and you're like, oh, my God. all right, yeah, you just yeah, he's well, he's just got this like larger than life presence to him, right? And he's such a down to earth, like genuinely really good guy. That's always good to hear yeah. though, because sometimes you'll get people that are that are, you well, know, yeah, they always say, don't meet your heroes, right? Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So I shouldn't meet Hans. Uh, I feel like we could still meet Hans. I just Hans feel like you'd be like, oh, yes, you'll make music. But your hands are shit. <laughs> and then I would cry. I would cry, but I would still be like, wow, that I thank feel you great. for the advice. Yeah, like, thank you for right. that. Yeah. So you came in today and you had, like, like a hot topic on your mind. And that was, like, it, clowns in horror. And, like, how this resurgence, resurgence of, like, clowns in horror has come back. Mm-hmm. So, like, what... What kind of set you off on all of that? Because you came in here and I was like, oh, I haven't thought about clowns in a while. But yeah, no, I, I have noticed that there's like more of, of their yeah, presence we were, around. I was just, well, what started that is I was having a conversation with one of the gentlemen out there. We were talking about that and he was the one that brought up clowns. Won't say any names. But, uh, and so then we, we kind of got on that topic. He was talking about the film Terrifier. Right, right. And I've I seen that Damien, movie, right? Yeah, I haven't finished the second one all the way through. I haven't like, seen the second one, but I've seen the I've seen the first. But I know that I've heard all I've heard is rave reviews. Like it's just great all it's, across. The it's board. a fun movie. Yeah, I've it's heard like I've heard I've heard it's like old school like gory slasher fun. 
Yeah, I'd say it's new school. It's it's reinventing. A well, lot yeah, of but things. I mean, like people were saying, like they would say, like, oh, I, f- I haven't felt like this oh, since, like you know, like yeah. an old school yeah. slasher. Like it's just like, yeah, it's kind of like watching like a dumb action movie. You're like, I know there's gonna be explosions, but I'm okay with that. I'm not here for the plot. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch, you know, the uh, yeah, uh, like the A team and be like, oh, I'm I'm here for the dramatic acting. So you're saying that Damien made the uh, the Expendables of horror? Correct. <laughs> It's a it's a modern action, you know. Yeah, I was trying to. I, Expendables I could, is like yeah. the modern action yeah. movie. Yeah, they have everybody. But Randy like Couture, the, Arnold, but it's got Sylvester. like the throwback vibe to like yeah. the, the yeah. great stuff that we grew up watching, right? So I yeah, see a dude shoulder a fifty cal and just shoot it one handed. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So he was the guy out there was talking about whether or not if he asked me if it was based on a true story, and I was like, no, Damien. I know Damien, the director, the creator of art. Right. So he and I go way back, and we talked about like I remember when when Art was a YouTube movie. Yeah, and uh, a, a completely different character played yeah. Art. All Hallows Eve, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was actually prior to All. Oh, Hallows before Eve. that. Yeah. So um, the the studio Ruthless, mm-hmm. which put out All Hallows Eve, they they saw his short on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, and then that's what. So literally, oh, the footage you. from All Hallows Eve, if I'm not mistaken, was the original short that was on oh, YouTube, and okay. all they did was kind of compile it together. So they just did a U with your first movie. They're like, "Oh, we got to do more." <laughs> yeah, sort of, right? <laughs> right. But like, um, but Damien, like, he's always been about art. Like that, that thing has been his baby the, since. So it's like his brainchild, as far back from the time that I met him. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and but- he's a really cool guy, super down to earth, like. Um, another one of those guys that you just don't, you know? Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is just a guy. He's not some big director. He's not no, some big, he's, he's just a guy. I he's think a- what he was, like, he's he's a phenomenal makeup artist, like, special right. effects guy. Yeah. Like, a t- crazy attention to detail yeah. with stuff. Like, I've never seen anyone put as much detail in their work as him. Like, to the point to where I would see him with, like, a little brush just, like, tiny little blood speckles on things that no one or the camera would ever know but he knows yeah and why he did it that way is because that's the way it would actually do it but doesn't that rub off on everybody else in the production to go okay this guy cares so much about it i want to put a little more care you would hope so but right but that's why i think that's why terrifier is probably done as well as as it has you know because right it wasn't just some let's just throw a random masked figure And and then just have a bunch of people. Let's not do what I did. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And most of us are exactly. Yeah, you know, he um, and he stayed true to it. Like no matter how many times all these people kind of came in and were like, "Hey, let's move this way," or "Let's do this," let's make All Hallows Eve, or let's try and he's eventually once he got the ability to do what he wanted to do, he did it, and that was the first one. Which Epic put out, they put out through their. Right. They own the label, uh, the label Dread. Okay. So they were the first ones to put. As a matter of fact, it's getting a, a re. I don't know if I can say this actually, um, but yeah, we'll I, mark believe, this. I believe it's getting a. Keep it on the DL. <laughs> yeah, everybody it's, watching, shut the hell up. But I believe the first one is getting a theatrical release. A oh, oh, that'd be awesome. It never had That's a awesome. theatrical yeah, no, release. It didn't. No, it was just like a, it's on so, platforms now. It was right? just on Netflix. Yep. That's how I watched it the first time. Yep. 
see, that's something we have that we've never talked about is because uh, I had Netflix early on because, you yeah. know, two, two parent income household. Uh, so we had we had Netflix and you would come over because I don't think you had Netflix at the time. No. And we would we would literally sit in my living room and watch like B movies, like B yeah. horror films. We watched mm-hmm. everything. We watched everything on yeah. Netflix. I think like one weekend we we binged all the George Romero George A. Romero yep. zombie films. Are you talking about like back in the day when yeah, it was I had the yeah. C D and I put yep. it in my Wii. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's how we yep. had it, is yep. I had the the disc into yep. the Wii. Yep. Uh yeah, I mean that was a. Uh, that would have been like what, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I would say it's probably like 2010, 2011. Yeah, like twenty ten, twenty eleven. Yeah, like twenty ten. Somewhere around there. When video. they really barely started getting into yeah. the, like the online platform, right? Yeah. The VOD. Yeah, because I remember, I remember, yeah. I remember Blockbuster. I still have some PS two games that are in a Blockbuster case. Some that um, never got returned. I heard no. One a- of them, one of them, they were just like, if you pay us another seven dollars, we'll give you the game. And I was oh, like, it was a uh, Battlefront two. Nice. And I was like, I'm paying another seven dollars for this game. Yeah. I heard there's a rumor that Blockbuster is coming back. Oh, that'd be so I feel awesome. like I feel like it could that'd now be awesome. because of the novelty. Yeah. People have missed it long enough and are kind of getting streamings everywhere yeah. now. If you get a chance, go go on their website. It says something about we got something. George, something. can you pull that can you pull that up? We it have says a like gotcha. we, we got we a young got, Jamie. We've got uh, something something in store. Give it a goog. So while he's looking that up, yeah. uh I wanna know, uh Matt Montague, who's a Former guest on this show. He's a friend of the studio. I mean, I think you know Matt, right? Dying to see me. Um, I I haven't met Matt. Okay, well, so I've communicated um, with right. Matt over. So he he hosts the Dying to See Me podcast, which sure. is super cool. I'll link it down below. But I want to know uh, if he's ever <laughs> showed up to a crime scene or anything, and there's like a clown there, <laughs> right? Well, you know, that's the funny thing about clowns, right? Is I think that that's one of the only subjects where people literally have. Like a fear. Yeah, yeah. I have a they friend call it who is phobia, like, right? Is that what it's called? Chlorophobia. Chlorophobia. Yeah. See, I yeah. have submechanophobia, but like that doesn't yeah. mean anything compared to clowns. Like, I have a friend who legit like wouldn't even like he literally turned white. Yeah, it was at Circus Circus. We were going to Adventure Dome, oh, no. and they they have a clown that performs there, and he doesn't do it. He just sit, he actually hates his job. You can tell. You look at him, and he's like, I don't want to fucking be here. Oh, George has the uh, blockbuster. What, we are working on rewinding your movie. That's uh, ominous. Yep. When did that start? When did you notice that? This uh, was like last, like early. It was either earlier this week or last week. So what? April Fools. Uh, yep. Huh? April Fools? Maybe. No. No. Before no. that. Okay. Yeah. Oh fuck! It is so close. How yeah, they could have. No, no, no. It was. It was before. It was. It was within the like I'll last find one, the, week, find the two weeks. So I've I don't know I've heard that they're because um, here's the thing right all they did was figure out a way to get us to pay more money than we were originally playing with cable TV now right, yeah. gotta, how many apps are you you paying for now right right too many and then now each studio is doing their own exactly yeah and I think that's the problem and then now you can't get the content on Amazon used to be where if you bought the channels you got all the content right. yeah or and now I, they're limiting what content is on those yeah channels. or for the longest time it was Netflix it was like a, are yeah. you on Netflix no yeah. then I don't care then you, you're not anybody you're not on mm-hmm. Netflix you're not like because I feel like now it's actually hard to get on Netflix and for a while though they're probably just like you got a movie all right yeah we'll just take it it's like steam with PC games it's just like you don't. You don't even need to pass any like requirements. It's like, can right. you download this game? Yes. Okay. Is there any children in here doing things they're not supposed to be doing? No. All right. Cool. Throw, throw it up. Yeah. But that's uh. Yeah. I we'll have to get Matt on again and have him see like. Oh, all right, You ever you ever show up to like a, 
like a, in a like a, a a scene and there's like oh there's the clown wig over there there's the shoe over there the corner took everything else i'm assuming there was a clown and somewhere in here yeah that's what he so he was asking me because apparently there's a there's a story of a clown well there was that whole era remember they called them the phantom clowns the ones that were like popping up all over the place yeah yeah, yeah street yeah. lights yep. yep they were all over the place and then, so apparently, there's there's one that, that's pop or was. We were talking about this a little earlier, right? Right. Back in the nineties. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the in the nineties. Um, I'm trying to remember exact because we were we were talking about it a lot earlier. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's kind of like what yeah. he had asked me if Terrifier. Oh, it was like based was on based that story. off of, and I was like, no, that that. That's a whole separate incident. Because I don't even know how much of a clown that individual was. Right. I just know that they had nicknamed him Mangles. Right. Was it the Mangles. one with the... You are talking or to us the about mangler, the... the Mangler or Mangles. Man, the man, Mangler the Clown. I, th- I want to say it was Mangles. Name. Yeah. I think, you're, I think yeah. the name I kept hearing was Mangles. Yeah. Uh, was it with the two girls, though? Is that the one we were talking about? Yeah, that okay. was the one that we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know too much about that. But yeah, you were telling me there was like two girls that were killed. Yep. Um, oh. By this person, and like, uh, did they find this person or? What's What's crazy is that, so there's a lot of like interesting theories about this, right? Because a lot of people they don't know if it when exactly because apparently the town, I don't know. I've heard I've read a lot of different stories mm-hmm. that apparently the town had changed its name after this. What? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Talk about a hard reset. Yeah. Yes, I don't. Yeah, so there, there's a there's a lot of interesting stuff about it, but um, but a lot of people suspect that Scream had borrowed. Oh, oh. like as inspiration, the original though, right? Yeah, because apparently this took place in ninety or ninety one. I don't know, early nineties. For me, for you, yeah. for me, ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. Yeah, I'm gonna date you. Ninety four, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Little babies in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. So like. Like they changed the name because of this guy. I don't. It, there's. It's, it's I, like I want to say there was a forum on. Oh. On. It was either Reddit. I think George is looking into it. Yeah, maybe you can pull it up and find it. That's why. That's <laughs> it's like, crazy. It's like, uh, I, yeah, uh, <laughs> this dude killed but, three people. We're not going to be called that anymore. Well, what was the name again? Mangles. Or Mangles. Or Mang- the Mangler the clown. Mangles the clown. That's a face of determination if I've ever seen one. Don't let it know our location. They're going to hack us if they're on the Wi-Fi. That happened to me. I got hacked a few weeks um, ago. You might be able... Yeah, you might... You might be able to find it under Phantom Clowns. Got it. So this one of the stories that I had read was a, was a guy who had said that he was uh, closing the curtains to his house. Like... Um, one evening, right, like getting ready for bed, oh, like, like his, like yeah, his, drawing the blinds, okay. so to speak. And uh, this individual was out underneath a street lamp, oh, just like no. staring at him, right. And he had like he even had a like double take because he thought he was hallucinating. And he like looked, and he was like, "No, this is this is really happening." Oh, man. And that individual pulled out a big kitchen knife, and like looked at it, and then like waved him to come over. <laughs> And so he literally picked up the phone, called 911, and said, you know, he had a clown across the street 
holding a big knife. But by the time they got there, and that's why yeah. they were calling them phantom clowns because right? they would be gone. They would just show they up. And they'd be gone. Like there was, um, I remember seeing a video of this guy who was flying a drone over a forest, and there's like a clown just like running in the. He's like, "What the fuck is this clown doing?" Yeah, and he's like, "Okay," because it's like his his perspective is off because he's looking at a, a monitor. And he's like, "Oh, I think they're coming. Oh, they're right there." Mm-hmm. And he like dipped out of like the like the meadow. It was right before this forest, but. That guy, uh, the one you were just talking about, uh, that clown probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have tried that at my house. He probably would have waved me, and I would have just racked one and been like, "All right, yeah, come on, buddy." Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Been like, step on the property line. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. What you, what you get in the Georgia? Whole, I mean, there's just a whole bunch of shit. Like, yeah. There's you so search much Phantom of it. Clowns. Yeah. It's like yeah, it was like yeah, a cra- eighty one was the was the start, I believe. 1981 or something was like a total mystery. There are long stretches where nothing happens, Coleman says. Nothing. Minor sightings from Phoenix in 1985, South Orange, and Belleville, New Jersey in 1991. There were reports of clowns in blackface. Hella racist. uh, (laughs) Luring children into woods in Finchburg, Wisconsin. In June 2000, a clown in a white or brown van in Chicago's Wicker Park in October 2008. And a clown in a red SUV. I remember that one. I remember the clown Idaho Falls in April 2012. Yeah, I remember the van one where it was like, "Get my van!" Like, yeah, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That uh, isn't that when the whole meme thing, yeah, free candy. candy. There's one specific meme I remember where it was like a red van and it was shittily drawn free candy, but it was like it was like all like red out like spray paint. But well, and I think that that's what they did with the black phone. Like the oh. black phone is kind of loosely based off of, because if you've watched the black phone, that's kind of like yeah with the van and him with the balloons. Yeah, no, they tied like a bunch of stuff into it too. Because yeah. I I I, uh, I saw an interview in, um, the I can't remember if it was the writer or the director, but he said that Jason Blum, he was moving into a new house and he put and it had a creepy basement, and he put a black phone down in the basement. And he called him the first night that he that he lived there, and just like, "Hey, man, it's Jason, just to mess with him." <laughs> oh wow! I should have done that to that, you when yeah. you moved into your house. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would. I would have been like, "Yeah, <laughs> you like, I'm writing a movie. Yeah. Write a movie, baby." Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because so I remember the the clown craze started up like right when I was like you know 14, and then I was like, "Man," but like it always was in like like rural areas. Well, I mean, maybe you can get your listeners to find it, and if yeah, yeah, that's an interesting to, story. When I get back to mine, I'll uh, I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. Though at least our, I usually bookmark like when I read interesting right. articles. Yeah, usually I have a uh, especially now because I, I showed you some of the videos we do here. Um, yeah, Lana, who you haven't met, she's an associate producer on this show. Uh, she does a lot of the research. Like she'll come to me and be like, "Look at this weird town," and I'm like, "What the what the." birds don't fly in this town what are you talking about and so like but we have like a document running of just links of birds just, don't fly like yes there's this place called dudley town in connecticut i'm actually doing a video uh on it here pretty soon but basically it uh had like a bunch of like bad things happen to it a lady was struck by lightning on her porch yeah. oh man that's yeah. like one of the things uh and then like but now it's like condemned so like it's it's illegal to go visit it you'll be trespassed if you go visit it Wow. But like people are like, I've never seen a bird in this area ever. 
Have you all seen that video of that bird that like caught like froze? Oh, that was weird as hell. Yeah, right? did it do that or was it the one? So I, I I've seen stuff. Yeah, it was that just happened. like it was suspended just, in the air. Just, yeah, it really was. was just and it wasn't moving. Was it, was it doing just, that or was it with the? Because I know with like helicopters, it can look like that if you have the frame rate with your camera, it can look like something's just no frozen. cars no, were they, driving. Yeah, they were driving and it was like literally just there. Uh, oh my god! No, I haven't seen. I think we're gonna see it here in a second. Though yeah. George finds it, but. That's got to be intense. I know there's one of like an airplane where people were like, what is this? And then this physicist was like, no, no, no. That just happens because you're moving at this speed and it's moving at that speed. But yeah, where it looks like the airplane's just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, it's like frozen midair. <laughs> it's not even moved. Like, even the guy, like, if you listen, like, multiple people recorded it, too. Oh, yeah, it's a different angle. angle. Yeah, because yep. someone else taking a picture. He's just like, how is that possible? It's just like frozen. It's a mystery leaving many people puzzled and questioning what could it be? It, this has to be like a wire. It can't show <laughs> nothing. Let us talk about He's what we think He's not the only is. one who saw it. No way it could be a wire. That's freaking weird. I mean, what are they going to... There's nothing to actively suspend no. it to. No. I mean, unless you're running it It's a it mystery leaving many people puzzled and questioning you would what see could it. it be. Yeah. Damn. It, like, happened. they would see it. <laughs> when video game theory is like, <laughs> yeah, As a video game that, tester, I have seen that happen. That's what everyone was saying, right? They were like, hey, it's a, it's a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, like... Hey, hey, y'all forgot this I one. I mean, <laughs> you guys just... I haven't buffered in a while. That was the first time I've seen buffering in a minute. <laughs> I think there was another one where there was a tree doing the same exact thing yep. too. Well, have you seen the There's guy? Like some of the some of the have you guys seen that little Kia? You know what a Kia Soul is, That's what right? You drive. That's what I drive. Yeah, have you seen that one? I don't know. I think it's in Los Angeles where <laughs> that dude's tire falls off and like that Kia hits it and like it just like. It looked like somebody hit that Kia with a rocket launcher. I haven't seen that. <laughs> or it I've like heard ran over talk. a landmine or something. My God, that thing is terrible, man. I've heard so many people talk about it. And I haven't. It's seen just it. like it flies Fuck. so high. It looked like he had like a like he it was a stunt ramp. Look at this. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Shit! Holy shit! George, can you mute it? over as you. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, holy like, shit, dude! Look at what that, the dude. fuck is that? Like an AT? Oh, it's off that it's truck. Off it's that a truck. That's it why it's lifted. His... It's probably titanium. Yeah, look, it look, comes look. back and smacks it. Double it taps it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like once wasn't enough. Let me come back and like smack you again. Oh my right? god! Oh why? Have you guys man. ever been on the freeway and like a car, like a tire is just rolling on the freeway and you're like. Oh shit! No, no. that happened but to I've, me a few months ago, and like on the two fifteen here, and I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, yeah. that's scary." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the I've been on the I eight when and behind a semi, and his tires were just like unraveling and coming out. Oh and, no, and that is like scary. God damn, bro! <laughs> right? No, no I, man, it makes is you the, guy, like, the guys look, okay? I can't. That tire going. Guys back. okay? <laughs> guys okay? That's a fucking. Yeah. What well, Matt no, Monig, you reported you to that stop one. Stop watching it. I can't. No, that's like, <laughs> like bro. God wanted you to die. Like that's the <laughs> definition of when your time final destination. Back. I just can't get over the tire going back and like and double tapping it. it yeah, again. it's like wild. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's bizarre, a, bro. That is that is literally bizarre. Yeah. Like yeah. like I'm not even like trying to be tongue in cheek here. That's a, just actually like a. 
I don't even know how to explain that. Franny, what do we have here today? You always make yeah. sure to bring something cool every time you come in. What do yeah. we have here? We had this big boy. Have you named this one? Yeah, he's Willie. He's One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed one Willie. Willie. <laughs> so who is this one? I've seen this one before uh, when I've been to your house and on social media, but for those who haven't, who is this? You know what? I haven't came up with a name for him yet. Maybe maybe the viewers can help me uh, help me out with that all one. All right, all right. Uh, so we'll start a, we'll start a, we'll start a, a contest right now. Okay. If you email us at bj at stickypawstudios.com with a name and we pick your name, I will send you a free Bizarre Junkies hat. Ooh. Yeah, so that's cool. email in. Give us a name for this guy. He's a he's a a, a vampire creature. Can you turn it towards the camera? Yeah, yeah. See. Cradle it like a child too. I, I don't know how much you like it. Yeah. Yeah. So put put him on your lap. There we go. There we you look go. like a proud father. Only sometimes to an unnamed child. To an unnamed child, the bastard son, vamp- vampire son. <laughs> so how long did it take you to make this? Um, this one I've I've worked on on and off. Um, uh. Shoot, I'll just ballpark it. I think I think I'm somewhere maybe 25 hours into into this dude. And Total, like if you yeah. were to sit down, it'd be 25 hours straight. 25 hours straight. Yeah. Over over what, like a year, two years? Uh, no, this this I mean I that actually actually yeah this is this is a personal project. I'm I'm gonna mold it pretty soon and and like cast it cast a silicone mask so. It'll feel like flesh. It'll 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 uh, take paint just like the the cyclops over there, um, and then the teeth will be be like acrylic. So it'll, it'll be like the same material that they make uh, like dentures out of at the dentist's office. Um, but so you made those right where they? Yeah, these yeah, are these are yeah these are hand sculpted. Yeah. Just just because I I I wanted a more unique shape. Yeah. So I'll mold those and then cast those in acrylic, and then. Uh, yeah, I want to make a short film with this dude because I think he's he's cool enough to be yeah. a. Definitely, I was gonna say when is uh, when is he gonna be on Rings of Power? Rings of Power? You think he looks like an orc? Yeah, maybe not an orc, but he could be like a hybrid or something. Like a hybrid, like a or, new, or new when's he gonna be on The Last just, of Us? Just yeah, or do a re envisioning of uh, Salem's Lot, man. Oh yeah, Salem's <laughs> there Lot. There you would be go. Rad. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. There you go. I want to. What do... was that one that Netflix put out? Right, that was kind of like a Salem's Lot. It was the one where they they all thought that that vampire was like an angel. Or oh, Midnight or Mass. Midnight Mass. Midnight there Mass. You go. I haven't seen yeah. that one. Yeah. I have to watch that. One. I didn't that, finish it. I started yeah. it, but I didn't yeah. finish it. Yeah, that was cool. So I got to ask you, as somebody in horror, uh, this is just confirmation bias. I just want to make sure that I like my favorite film and that other people do too. I still think. Uh, are, are you big into, into into zombie films at all? Like, are, yeah, I, mean, I love them. So I still think, hands down, the best zombie film for like realism and like I feel ideally depicting what it would look like is the Dawn of the Dead remake by Zack Snyder. I agree with you hundred percent. I still like props to him that 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 was his directorial debut. It was the it was the first right. They were the first. Well, there's there's a lot of big debate on whether or not they were the first moving fast moving zombies. Mm-hmm. Or if it was twenty eight days later. So twenty eight days. So that's my. That's actually yeah. like one of my top movies. Is twenty eight yeah. days. Yeah. So here's the difference, and I explained this uh, on a previous episode. Uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. They are legitimate, as the definition goes, zombies. They're reanimated. 
20 days later, they're just infected people. So they're not coming back from the dead. So the thing 28 days is I believe that's how many days it takes for somebody to starve. Sure. So at the end of the movie, you see them, they're starving out because they're just regular humans. They're just enraged. They have a mutated rabies virus. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead is like what George A. Romero made. Where yeah, they're, kind of they're, like a quarantine, right? Wasn't quarantine also like a rabies? I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in forever, but yeah, I believe yeah. that one was like a yeah. was like a, a, a influenza type virus, and yeah. then that was also a remake off of uh, off of Rec, REC, yeah, which is a right. Italian movie. Yeah, it was Italian. Yeah, yeah. but cool so movie. I think so. Also, this is so Dawn of the Dead is what got me started in horror. Probably shouldn't have watched it. I was probably like eight when I watched it by myself because I'd seen Shaun of the Dead uh, with my cousin. Thought it was a funny movie, <laughs> and I went to Target. With my mom, and I was like, Mom, look, they have Shaun of the Dead, but it was a two-pack. So it's Shaun of the Dead and then the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, oh man. And I watched yeah. that, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then... it's, But you know what makes that movie so successful is that that whole opening sequence. Yeah, yep. and that guy, and they hired the, somebody who specifically meant to do that, and it was yep. just so good. The opening title sequence. Yeah, I heard that there was a man going around <laughs> yep. taking Johnny names. Cash. I have that song on my on my yeah. Spotify. Funny. And that, that kind of like just makes it though you know the way yeah that, no it does it feels and then so that, realistic that aerial shot of those two cars going oh and then they hit the gas station yeah. yeah i feel like that's what and and that set the tone for me with horror films i love existential dread in Ooh, films yeah that's my favorite i don't like i don't like the conjuring where it's just a bunch of jump scares every five seconds yeah like it I've said this before. It's funny, but I get kind of fucking mad. Like when I get jump scared, I'm like, I'm fucking mad. I don't like being jump scared. But uh, but that one though, like there are jump scares in it, and I feel like it's necessary when needed. But it's not just jump scare city. But there's a sense of like, there's really nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, when you see them on the news, when the TV is still available, they're they're getting off. There's people getting off at a military base, and one of them's bitten. You're like. I give that about 20 more minutes. That whole oh, place is going to be wiped out. And then the people yeah. come back. Yeah. And they're like, no, we just came from there. It's, it, they're, they're all dead. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all the cameos in that film. Tom, yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom Savini yep. being one of the sheriffs. Just you shoot got, him. This one's still moving. Yeah, Twitcher. Yeah. It's That's a Twitcher. Funny. Shoot him in the fucking head. And the, funny roof, enough. the roof top sniper. Oh, yeah. Oh, Andy. Andy. Yeah. yeah. With, the, with the best practical uh, exploding head. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Where the, you... Um, Man, I'm just so excited. They really shot. They really blasted that thing apart. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough, the dude uh, who who did that, um, he owns a company called AFX. Right. They follow me on Instagram. I, I I freaked out the day they followed me on Instagram. So so say this right now. Say this to them. I love you guys. I'm gonna make a clip of that right now. I love AFX. AFX is the best. They're the best. I love you guys. But uh, so going off of what he said though. They, I remember watching because I watched the behind the scenes of that all the time, and oh, they were like, "Same here." And they were like, "Yeah, no, no, no. Our inspiration was we legit just got crime scene photos, yeah. like car crash victims, and yeah. that's what we did all the prosthetics yeah. based on." Yep. I was like, "Damn!" <clears throat> he, yeah. The owner of that company uh, married uh, Heather Lagan Lagan Camp, which is uh, it's uh, the chick from. Uh, why can't I think right now? Wait, who's the company again on that? AFX. 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 It wasn't. Who's the other one? K and B. K and B, right? K and B. K and B effects. Uh, no, it was AFX. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm saying though, the other companies K and B effects. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah, that's Greg Nicotero and yeah, that, Howard was, Berger and which was uh, Walking Dead. Tom Savini's uh, like yeah, those protege, are like his protege. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were. I think I don't. I can't. Now remember Savini wasn't an actor in the original. He was the special effects guy, right? He was no, he was. He, he was, was in the biker gang. Yeah, 
Okay, but what, but that's what he is though, right? He's a special effects guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was all of George Romero. Right. And so that's why they put yeah. him in that one as a yeah. cameo. Yeah. And they, I know uh the they the the preacher that's on TV who was saying when there's no Tony more hell, Todd. when there's no Tony more Todd. hell in earth or yeah. in a room in hell. No, not Tony Todd. Through. It's a uh, Ken Forey. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Why so he's I, in it. I think, and I, then the I'm all messed up today, man. <laughs> all good, man. And yeah. then the general that they're interviewing, uh, when we were talking about just now, when they're showing the people getting off the truck and there's somebody with a bite, um, the the army general guy is like the main protagonist in the original. Wait, or am well. I wrong? Or is it is it not Ken Forey? It's not. We may, Tony we may need Todd. a goog on this, George. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. 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 Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Dawn of the uh, Dead. 2004. 2004. Yep. Zack Snyder, I and then James Gunn. I want to say it's Ken Forey, which was in uh, Leatherface. Oh, yeah, he was. Right? Talking about actors? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The I can't take the dad from, from, from Modern Family Series after seeing that movie first and then seeing him, and I'm like, this guy. It, I want to say it was Ken Forey. And then also he's in uh, Finding I Dory, which wrong, my kid loves. What's the character name? Uh, TV Preacher? Yeah, yeah it'd be like a TV yeah, Preacher. He's the preacher. He's probably down below because he was on screen for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Got you. Okay. So like additional uh, cast, maybe. No, you got to go to additional cast. Uh, additional cast. Oh, wow. Top cast, maybe if you. Well, I do know that the girl, the, the bloater zombie, was Chris Farley's like double. Was it really? Yeah. It should be Ken. Look for the name Ken Forey. But maybe not. EMS Tech. I feel like you're right. I'm, Kim, I feel like it Kim is Poirier? Kim Poirier. Uh, no, just Ken, and then Forey. Ken, uh, like, no, Ken. like Ken, K E N, like uh, Barbie and Ken. Got it. I almost feel like it probably would have been easier yeah. with the original yeah. Donovan. Yeah. yeah, okay. He was the televangelist. Okay. Yep, that's right. Okay, so that's what they're calling. Yeah, so that's him. I yeah, and the only reason why is because I remember Ken was in. Uh, yeah, he was in Leatherface. You guys ever seen Leatherface movie? The the, the like first the nineties version. I don't think I saw. I that have. Uh, Can I've you pull only that seen... up, George? Yeah, I got you. I think if George. You just I scroll you. on his profile. Actually, it should pull it up. But yeah, so while he's looking that up, it's the, like nineties. Like, Dawn of the Dead set the tone for me on like how I wanted to feel watching a horror film. Yeah, and like I have never, I've I've been able to get close, but I've never been able to get to that initial feeling. Of just how like in like they show just innocent people just being like slaughtered and you're like god damn, it's Love it's kind of like why yep. Sicario sticks out to me because it's not good things happen to bad people it's just things happen to people right that and that's how life is it's just things happen to people there's no rhyme or reason that's the Leatherface with uh, Vigo Mortensen Ooh. Vigo ah. yeah the trailer is so ridiculous too. Like, totally in the so 90s. I'm just waiting for Jason to pop out. It's like just the saw oh. comes out of the wire. <laughs> That's one of them Harbor Freight saws. Oh. Oh. Like Excalibur. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he was in this one. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's three. Okay. It's three. Okay, yeah, I've, I seen have this. I've seen this. I have this on DVD at my house. Yeah. Yeah. So so Ken Forey is the one that like 
comes across that. So there was that couple, right? It starts off with Viggo Mortensen and the other. I forget the other guy that played Viggo Mortensen's brother. He's played a crazy guy um, in that movie. Uh, where is he? Is it not Bill Mosley? No, it's Tom Everett. He plays such a crazy character in that. He's got like a dead eye or something. And he's like peeping on that that lady in the in the bathroom and she gets like freaked out. <laughs> comes out and then that Vigo Mortensen, they kind of pretend there's the picture of all three of them. Is that right is there. Vigo Mortensen Leatherface in this one? No. Oh, okay. No, he's just he, like he's, he's part the, of the handsome family. he's the handsome one that's kind of used as a that that, that yeah. lures everybody yeah. in, right? And then that's the older brother. So there's like four of them. There's Vigo, this guy, the one from the gas station, and then Leatherface. Dang, who would have known? Do you think he knew when he was doing that that he was going to be in one of the biggest fantasy movies ever? Right. <laughs> He's the true king. He's the true king. I want to say this is probably like one of his early like breakthrough roles. Oh, like, like he became a name. You know, a lot of them get their start. On yeah. Our, I mean, look yeah, at Jennifer Paul Rudd. Yeah, Jennifer Anderson, too. Yeah. yeah. Did Jenna Ortega, I know she's she was in like a slasher film. DiCaprio. But did she start in horror? Or was she somewhere else? Was she a child star? Before? I think she was a child star. Okay. Was Dica- was DiCaprio Leprechaun or Critters Three? It was. I think it was Critters. 3. Critters. See, that's a movie that uh, I was told about. On, you should uh, watch it. Yeah, on two episodes ago that you got to watch, watch the original Critters. Yeah. Though, Critters right. 1. I heard. I heard yeah. Critters One, not Critters Two. Yep. So good. Yeah. D. Wallace Stone. Renee Zellweger's like the... in it too. Renee yeah. Zellweger, what? <laughs> Oh, Chase is playing banjo out there, and I was like, oh, "It's Deliverance." It's literally like ET, Cujo with like, oh, evil little creatures though, because you got the ET mom, D. Wallace Stone. She was like the the '80s mom and everything. And so they're like, "What's happening to the '80s mom?" Yeah, Billy Zane is in this too. Oh, for like uh, five minutes. For those of you that are listening, you should be watching on Spotify. That was Billy Zane right there, actually. <laughs> Don't you just hate when you fall and you ND into your into your ceiling fan? <laughs> <laughs> or when you shoot your rifle and it blows up the front door? You got that incendiary rounds. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love old trailers like this where they keep the the creature a, a total mystery yeah, so and they just you show have like to go watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. See, I've been getting more into like uh, like Korean horror films and like Japanese Ooh, like old, like really 90s good. horror films. Have you seen all the 80s horror films though? No. You got to watch all the 80s horror films. Then move on. Then move on. Okay. But you actually got to start with the 70s. And then go into the 80s. <laughs> and then really, you just got to start with the first few movies that came out. I'll I give did. you two of the best ones, in my opinion. Okay, from what, the 80s or from the 70s? I think they're like late 70s, maybe early 80s. Okay. I don't know the exact dates. One is The Changeling with George C. Scott. That's okay, I've heard That's of that one. a ghost movie. No jump scares in that one. It's literally just like a very good narrative. Okay. 1980. 1980, 1980. okay. Yeah. And then you've got, you've got um, Race with the Devil. With Warren Oates, Peter Fonda. Oh, I haven't seen that one either. 1975. Yep. 1975. It looked like it's a Tom really Brady cool, for a second there. Really cool film. 
you know, as long as you don't mind like seventies pacing, right? No, you have you to you yeah. have to go into these movies understanding that it's not, you know, a James Cameron film. Yeah, but it's it's a it's about this like satanic cult. These guys are out on vacation in an RV and they witness them like sacrifice this woman and then the cult sees them see them sacrifice her. Oh man. And so the entire film is them chasing them in this RV. Oh, that sounds pretty rad. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I used to watch um during Halloween when I was younger uh Bravo used to have like the hundred scariest movie moments of all time. Sure. That's, how, yeah. that's how I learned a lot about like like American Werewolf in London and stuff like that. And so I learned a lot about these other films through that. Uh, uh, the one that I was telling you about with George C. Scott, that uh, the, the Changeling, boy, it's got like you know, there's there's something about pacing in those old films that you know where it's like it's like one hit on the piano, doom, just ambience. Yeah, and it's like long, and it's just like the reverb, you know, like you the just Mike Tyson hear forever. Song. And then you got a moment where like this ball goes bouncing down the stairs, you just, know, just okay, just randomly, just start. Oh, yeah, like, you like hear a boy's little boy's voice in the house. So it wasn't really based on like jump scares. It was more like built this like like this dread that was just coming constantly, right? Slow, right? That was building. like uh, I forgot the name of it, but there's a I want to say it's a Japanese horror film. It might just be like a suspense film um, from the 90s. And like one of the scariest scenes is this guy walks into this room and he turns around and there's a woman walking at him. And she's just walking casually. And she even like slips, like the actor slips. And it makes it more scary because you're like, oh, fuck, they fell. And now like they're still coming. It's like there's like a sense of realism, but they're not real. And so it... it it just created like a weird sense of like this feels odd, but not at the same time. And I don't know why it freaked me out, but it did. I'll have to find the movie and tell sure. Billy to, yeah. to tell you. Yeah. But yeah, I've been um, not gonna lie, I'm a little bitch when it comes to scary stuff. But I'm also not. That's why I have this show. <laughs> <laughs> like I like being scared, and I don't like yeah. being scared at the same time. Yeah. We're gonna get you into Zach Bagans. Well, we're gonna get you in there. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. If I can say it yet, should I, should I announce it? I will cut it. I have a Jay Wosley coming on on May eighth, who is the the camera guy for Ghost Adventures. Wow. Yeah. What? Yep. Just got that. Confirmed. Hit the buzzer. Hit hit the buzzer. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Only, there's only one movie that I think I've ever gotten so upset with. I was walked out. Of the theater. That's a good way to end this. Let's all think of think of one movie that like we had to shut off. We'll start. We'll start with you, or at least walk out for you. Yeah. You know, you shut I didn't off. walk out, but I came very close to it, and that was the unrated version of the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, that one's rough. Is that, it rough? that, that trailer rough. scene? Yeah, that trailer scene is rough. That was the one. Is it yeah. okay? So I've seen it. Is it rough to you because it's like uncomfortable, or because it was bad? No, it's it's extremely uncomfortable. Right, okay, but, but to the point to where it was like they like pushed the envelope so much with that one to the point to where it was like, it almost felt like there were, you, you were there, there was not going to be any relief. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the tension was just always there and it was just a hundred percent all yeah. the time. And then the second one that's very close to that, in my opinion, you ever seen nocturnal animals? I don't think so. Tom Ford, you know, the so. designer, he directed a movie. <laughs> okay. It's actually really, it's really good. In my opinion, it's uh, Jake Dillenhall. Um, and uh, what was the name? Uh, it's called Nocturnal Animals. Yep. Oh, Nicole Kidman. 
Uh, was... No, it's no lookalike. Oh, it's uh, Amy. Uh... Said it was Jake. Oh, a- I... Amy Adams. I saw. We saw Jake Gyllenhaal uh, make yeah, his Michael UFC Shannon's debut. Michael Shannon's in it. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, this is a star-studded cast. Yeah, it's a. It's kind of like a psychological thriller, but it's got it's got one of those moments. So if you're if you're familiar with the right. Hills Have Eyes moment. There's a moment similar. in that movie that's very similar where it was like, man, I got to get up. And I watched it at home. I had to pause it and get up and walk away for a little bit. Yeah. It just got me, like, my blood boiling, you know? Yeah. And it's, I think a lot of it is, it's maybe how you're raised or where you come from, right? right. And like, And then the inaction of other characters. And that was the problem for me with hills have eyes you got this situation that's going on and there's but, everyone's so powerless in that in that it's, moment it's, too it's like clockwork orange. well yeah and then you got the dad out there on the on that tree yeah. remembering he was burning yeah and then the unrated version was like man they walk you see his eyes glaze over you know from the oh. flames and it was just like so like i was so immersed in that that moment that i i was like i got i remember like feeling hot and like aggravated yeah, and I was just like, I'm f this movie. I'm I'm walking out. Yeah, I. And I never have had an experience like I've been. Films have shut down. Watching in a thunderstorm, rainstorm, Conjuring. As a matter of fact, was one of them. Oh, that's good. <laughs> right when the little girl like kept seeing something with the armoire. Remember when? She right. Uh huh. I see her. It was like boom. Oh fucking! No. <laughs> and it was just like we're all sitting. Not even the backup generators kicked on. We we're just all sitting in complete darkness, and all Jesus. you could hear was like the thunder and like the rain was just going, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a clip. If I've and ever it was had a yeah, clip, right? And if they had been smart, they'd man. If you had had cameras set up, like for the theater reactions, people you know, would be like what the fuck? People, yeah. And it was down for maybe about two, three minutes, and then it it booted back up. That's crazy. Dang. All right, Franny, what about you? Is there is there a movie where <clears throat> you were like, I'm either you have shut off or you were like, I'm super close to shutting this off? I had to I had to pause it and, and revisit it later, but um in Terrifier in Terrifier 2, the uh oh. the bedroom scene when he's just torturing oh, yeah. torturing the girl, I, that one was really rough for me. Yeah. I had to, I had to pause it and 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 step away for for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you, well, you're not the only one. Apparently, a lot of people in the theater oh, were no, passing out, yeah. passing out. Wow. Some had like they would bring in the EMT to come and check on them. Yeah, they were having a they were having a hard go. That's a that's a like a compliment, right? If you're a horror director, oh, absolutely. Yeah, man, like, is it, is absolutely. it, is it yeah. Eli Roth? Is that the director who did Hostel? No. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. did Hostel. Yeah, I remember yeah. him saying when he watched it, and the the guy gets like in the, like the bathroom stall, like he pulls his hand up. And he like the the guy who's like been torturing everybody gets like finally gets put in. He said like people were like standing up and cheering in the theater. And he was like that was a good moment. Yeah, yeah. So for you, it's Terrifier too. Yeah. For me, I don't remember the name of this film, but it's like a French film, and it's like a weird. It's almost like a Pulp Fiction timeline yeah. where it's like you kind of have to watch it and then go. Okay, so this event takes place here, but this one takes place here. So there's like uh. There's a uh, well, we're on. I can say whatever I want. There was a rape scene, but they showed like basically like 99 percent of it. Oof. Oh, yeah. And I like I said, I was like watching it, and I was like, okay, it's gonna end, and it was like a five minute scene, and it's in this underpass tunnel, like like a pedestrian tunnel, at like two like two a.m. and like this guy's like uh, he's a pimp, and he's like 
smacking one of his workers and the girl's like walking out and she's like trying to ignore it and he just grabs her. So it, it falls under that thing, like that psyche for me um, that I was just telling him about where it's like, it, what gets me is, and that's why Dawn of the Dead was so impactful is it's not a bad things happen to good people. It's just things yeah. happen to people. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And so that one I legit had to turn off and I kind of fucked myself on that. <laughs> I went to sleep on it. Oh. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, I, I, I yeah. didn't have a good day that day. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm in a funk. Like I'm sitting there with with my child, and I'm like, oh man, this is like, I need to like go. Do, and so I watched like Disney Channel all day with him, and I was like, we're gonna watch whatever you want to sure. watch. But I was like, off to find that, um, yeah, that film. That one was crazy, and like that's what it's like known for. Everyone's like, oh, are you at that scene yet? You at that scene yet? No, all There's right. Some of those man that are yeah that are a lot, and they'll set like, I don't want to say like one another movie. It didn't make me walk out, but like it stuck with me for. A few days, and it was uh, Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door. Okay. Was that the original one? Yeah. And it's like one of them, it's one of those movies, like kind of like what you're just talking, one of those scenes, but it's just like, it's like a house full of like teenage boys, and they're just all doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's the, and it's, it's one it. of those things where it's just like drug out forever. It's like, yeah, uncomfortably. Like, I didn't want to you to look at that. it. Yeah, like, come on. Some of these things I feel like you can just probably leave to the imagination. Right. But they're like, you no, know? I want you to know that this happened. Yeah, I spit on your grave, the original one. Uh, the same with the original Last House on the Left. There's a lot of those there films are, yeah. that have some really... You know, Wes Craven, actually, with Strange, is a lot of his film, early films had a lot of that in it. Wow. Last House on the Left being one. Obviously, the hills have eyes. Yeah, right. Which I think Alejandro, um, I can't think of his his last name right now. But he's the one that remade uh, the hills have eyes. Yeah, he also I, did a high tension, which okay. was oh, also titled. That one's, that that's one's another hard too. one, right? Yeah. yeah. Which was uh, originally titled. I like the original title better, which was called Switchblade Romance. That is a lot better, or something something that's along the some lines. A theater of that. major would write. Yeah. It it was a it's a it's a crazy movie. It's a really crazy it's a really film. crazy movie. Yeah. The, like the opening scene with the the truck with with the, the head. Yeah, with the head. And it's just like, <laughs> don't throws it yeah. out. George, before we wrap up, do you have a, do you have have you ever had a scary movie you watched and you were like, mm, this makes me yeah, comfy. but I mean like, I know I haven't. I I stay away from scary movies entirely. Really? You're a comedy guy. I am. Uh, Sinister. Okay. Was one that got me. Um, yeah. The home film. Type yeah. of aspect. The oh, hang, found footage. The hanging in that man is yeah, yeah, no, no. legit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was uh, uh, so that one got me. But then there was one on Netflix uh, called Levels, um, where it's like uh, there was like a hundred floors. Oh yes, and yes, yes, yes. Would yeah, go that down one was the different levels. That one felt uneasy. I, yeah. I feel you on that one. That one I could sit through, cool. but that one felt weird. Yeah, it's a weird like a, it's like a it's like a it's like a weird thing about like classism. Yeah. Throughout, but then you find out at the very end. I don't like, think it, it just, was called levels. I think it might have been floors. Or what something. was the name of that one? Was it Bla a Lake Mongo? You ever seen Lake Mongo? I don't think I've seen that one. That one's a that one's a very interesting film. And then there's the one with those girls that are in that house, and they're like experimenting on them, trying to get them close to death, and then bring them back to where they can tell them. Like, oh, what, martyrs. 
Martyrs. Martyrs. That was a French one. That's yeah. a that's a crazy one where they yeah. their whole it was an organization. Their whole thing was to take women mm-hmm. and literally skin them alive and get oh, them so to where they to would death. see death and then yeah. they would tell you. And then at the end of the I guess this is spoilers. But this movie's been out like twenty years. Yeah. Uh, it's been out for forever. But then you find out that like the main girl who's in charge, mm-hmm. she holds a party because they finally find out, and she walks out and shoots herself in the head. Yeah. Like it was just so uh, like unfathomable that they were like, "Damn!" They're all getting ready for her to tell them. Yeah, it was like it was Damn. like a, it was like a yep. like a housewarming party. Yep. But like the but I know yeah the opening scene yeah. is like super grotesque and you're like yeah. holy shit yeah. it's like a blitz. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of those. Last one, ABCs of Death. They're out there. Oh, okay. oh 26 <laughs> directors making F. short films. Of... F. Oh, that one, huh? F is for yeah. Fart. I mean, it was yeah. like for I mean, fart. it had its. It oh had yeah, its yeah I remember. <laughs> You want to check out a really trippy film. Um, back in the mid two thousands, there was a series called Masters of Horror. That I've heard all of that. Of the, uh-huh. All the famous John Carpenter had one that I believe was called Cigarette Burns, and it's I don't think it's I a it's a really cool uh, a really cool one. Well, Jay, this has been a time we could go on for hours. Yeah, we'll have to bring sure. you back for yeah, sure. Yeah. But so, yeah. where can people find you? Where would you like to direct people so they can see more of you or just see your work or anything um, like that? I don't know, man. I ain't, I don't have a an online profile. No, nah. You're not no you're social that kind media of for me. Nah. Okay. Nah. Do you have any any gotta... any any films you may want to like shout out or anything you've done in the past? Of like, oh hey, check this. Check out the wave with Justin Long. Donald flies oh. on. It's a really cool, fun movie. Okay. You'll love that one. Um, obviously, the man that killed Hitler in the Bigfoot. If you haven't watched that, I'm a, I'm, that's on my yeah, list. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that. And yeah, if you wanna if you wanna check out a lot of my work, um. Just follow Dread. Okay. You could follow Dread or Epic on uh, Instagram. Safe to say a good amount of their work is yours. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you like the retro 80s type uh, Blu-rays, DVDs, you like the actual physical material, I do a lot of that stuff too. That's super cool. That's awesome. A lot of their films, I'll give them that retro 80s vibe, double sleeve, stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of collectors that really like that. Yeah, like yeah. steel steel cases and steel stuff cases like that. Like that. Uh, the Terrifier steel case is one of mine. That's oh, dope. Yeah. that's okay. Dope. I've seen that. Yeah, that's dope. For Franny. Terrifier one, not two. So okay. Terrifier one. two is a whole something. Okay. Yeah, something completely different. But we yeah we did the first one, and uh, the same with the DVD in the in the Blu-ray cover on the um, on the on the Terrifier one. There are okay. Reversible cases and yeah. So. That's super cool. That's so cool yeah, that's to hear awesome. about, like, just to hear the pedigree of work that you have. And you're just like, yeah, so you guys want to talk about, like, horror films like that I didn't do? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Franny, where can people find you, as always? I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff. Just Franny Marujo. Um I want to make more babies. Let's make let's make horror babies. Let's let's I'm make clip that stuff. and put it out of context so hard. Let's make stuff. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> let's let's yeah. do it. All right, everybody, you know where you can find us. We have a Discord down below. You should join that because we're going to have talks like this all the time there. You can chat with me. You could probably chat with I don't know if Franny's Discord, but you can find us on Instagram and TikTok, Bizarre Junkies Podcast. We have merch as well. Don't forget that giveaway we're doing. If you name this little cutie right here, name him. This cutie, name him, name him, and we'll we'll give a we'll give a hat. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll up it. Maybe we'll give you a, a free little merch package for the best name. Uh, but thanks again, everybody, for watching. This has been a super fun episode. Until next time, stay bizarre.